Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. I am super excited to welcome you to another Marketing Monday. So in the case of today's topic, we're going to talk about the false promises of marketing tactics. And I promise you that this is one that you need to hear because if you own your own business, if you are a solo consultant, if you are a a big business, we invest a lot of money in tactics. And so we're going to talk about all of that stuff. So Today, I'm going to share with you some big statistics. I'm going to walk you through a couple of, I'm going to walk you through one kind of exercise in terms of kind of understanding exactly what these tactics are costing you. And then we will kind of close out and I'll take any questions. All right. So, you know me, I kind of like to start with a imagine, if you will. So, imagine that you need to get to the closest gas station. Think about it, from your house, which way would you go? All right, so you know which way you would go. In my case, we would get out onto the road and go right, which is north for us, for me. So we would go north, right? But let's say your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, uh, older child of yours is gonna go to the store for you. You watch them get in the car, And then you watch them get out to the road and go in the exact opposite direction of the gas station. Are they going to reach their destination? Like, how would you feel just seeing them get in the car and you're like, oh, so great that somebody is going for me. And then you just watch them drive in the wrong direction. Like if my husband got in the car right now and went left instead of going right on our road, it's a dead end. Like he is definitely not getting to the gas station. Not a chance. That is kind of what these marketing tactics are like. Because you can spend the money, you can spend the time, but if you are not headed in the right direction, it does not matter how many videos you record, it doesn't matter how many social media channels you're using, how many blog posts you write, it literally does not matter if you are going in the wrong direction. And so that's the problem with people who are selling marketing tactics and tools, is that they will still take your money. They will still take your money. Right. So really good example, really good example is Hootsuite, Hootsuite, Buffer, CoSchedule, any of those platforms. You can sign up for a subscription right now. You can pay them today because you've decided that you're going to use social media as a tactic. If you make zero dollars from that effort, if you don't get any new leads from that effort, does Hootsuite care about that? No. It's a tool. That's all. You get to use it. But it's marketed often in such a way that small business owners think that it's just going to solve their social media problems. It's just going to fix it. And it's not. 
it's not, not without a strategy behind it. So let's look at something else here because I connect with a lot of service providers. And I used to be that service provider. I was a freelance writer. I wrote blog posts, I wrote eBooks and all sorts of stuff. And I still do that, but I don't do it without a strategy. And here's why. If you outsource, let's keep on with the social media thing. If you outsource social media creation, right? You're like, hey, I need somebody to create content for me on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn because Ruthie loves LinkedIn. Let's say that's what you, you need to outsource that. You can go on Upwork, you can go on Fiverr, you can ask your network, but you will find somebody who can do that for you. You will find it for sure. And they will create probably great stuff for you, you know, at least on the surface. But what if it's not stuff that aligns with your business goals? What if you have an audience that's full of people who might be able to fast track to the sales portion of your experience, your your client experience? Or conversely, what if you have a bunch of people at the top of your funnel, right? Like you need to work on brand awareness and things. What if that's your case? If you outsource social media creation and you don't have a strategy in place, that person will be going in the wrong direction, right? I sold you the gas station is to the right, up the road, north, and this person is now driving south. They could drive so fast and still not get there. They could do all the right things to get there. And if I get out on the street and I walk north, I will reach the gas station before they do. That is the point of the strategy. You can go so fast and do everything completely right in terms of using a tactic or using a tool. But uh, without, without a real strategy, it's just going to fall apart. So let's kind of run through in a bit more in depth here. So let's take blogging and SEO. Most B2B marketers will say that SEO is the most effective marketing tactic, at least in terms of driving site traffic. Great, right? That's good news. SEO is still super effective in terms of driving traffic, right? But, and then also another stat, blog posts that are somewhere between 2,000 and 3,000 words are the ones that get the most traffic. Right. But I think some of you probably know that. Right. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. But did you know that that long form blog content is really where like everybody says that you need to focus? Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Chris is right. <laughs> a tool is not what solves the problem. Taking action with a strategy in mind is what solves it. Yeah. And she and I are talking about strategy for the Defiant Business podcast. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes. Okay, so I don't have the name because it's coming off of Facebook and Facebook's weird. But this person said that it's so true. Uh, throwing spaghetti to the wall and hoping it sticks. You can throw a whole bowl, but if it's all if it's all the same consistency or what if you're throwing at the wrong wall, right? Like what if you made the best bowl? Like if this pasta was just fantastic and anybody who ate it, it was just gonna be fantastic. It was gonna be great, right? That's your marketing in this bowl. And I need to throw it at this wall to get anything to stick. But instead, I throw it at this wall and everything falls off, right? So what you've got in the bowl isn't the problem. Your direction is wrong, right? So that's that's a huge thing. And that's a really good point. I love that example, too, with the bowl of spaghetti, because now I'm just visualizing. I'm visualizing because I have I have six people in my family, four kids, and then me and my husband. And so I'm just imagining that I've made this pasta and I just take it. And I'm like, ah, and it's the wrong wall. It's the wrong wall. And that's why it's not sticking. And that could definitely happen with your marketing. But yeah, that's exactly right. You could be doing everything right, but now you walk away thinking social media doesn't work. Blogging doesn't work. Uh, videos don't work for me. But was it your content? 
or was it the fact you threw the bowl of your content in the wrong direction? That's something you always have to ask. So, so yeah, so blog posts that are 2,000 or 3,000 words get the most traffic, and most marketers will say that SEO is still the main driver of site traffic for them. Wonderful. But you want to know the quickest way to waste time with blogging. Create blogs with no strategy or plan, right? So another stat I read just this morning, and this is one I, I did know, but most blog or most people who write blog posts who respond, right? So these are, a lot of them are kind of professionals um, in terms of writing content in one way or another. They say that it takes a, on average four hours to write a blog post, four hours. So I want you to think, okay, what do you consider? What do you value your hourly rate? Like, what do you think? Like, is it $100? Is it $500? Is it $1,000 an hour, right? So if you're the person creating these blog posts, and on average, professionals are saying it takes them four hours, right? How long do you think it'll take you to write 2,000 words? So for me, I consider, okay, so we're going to write it. We're going to create the graphics. We got to upload it. And then we got to create social media posts for it and, you know, promote and distribute. I would say between me and Sylvia, like I would probably carve out a chunk of, let's say, six time, six hours, right? To give us some wiggle room, six hours at least, right? And that's on a topic I know well. If you have to research the topic, then it's going to take you longer, right? So then just add, do that math in your head. So the math there for outsourcing that type of content creation is already there. You know, if it takes you, if you value your hourly rate at $1,000 an hour, $500 an hour, and you spend four hours on a blog post, right? That's $2,000, but you could outsource that for less, right? But again, even if you outsource it, whether you do it or you outsource it, if you don't have the right strategy in place, it's going to be money down the toilet. So I'm going to talk to two ways, one of some of the top two ways that you could probably mess this up that I see most often, right? And like when I say you mess it up, like almost everybody's messed it up. So it's not like you messed it up and I'm mad at you and I'm not judging you, but these are mistakes that happen. All right. So when you know better, you do better. So no content plan. Let's say again, like you, you've got that bowl and you've put in your spaghetti, right? Or whatever. You don't have a content plan. You could be covering the wrong topics. And by wrong topics, I mean topics that aren't aligned with your business goals. If your business goals aren't necessarily brand awareness at this stage because you've already got it, then why are you covering brand awareness topics? It's not to say that that topic's not valuable, but is it the best use of resources, right? Now, if you just got resources to throw away, like I have a list of things that you can buy for me, but I'm assuming that you don't have the resources to throw away, right? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Sylvia does a lot of repurposing. Content repurposing is huge. And we have a podcast episode on content repurposing, probably two now at this point. So be sure to check those out. But yeah, like if, if she receives a blog post, right, to repurpose, there's only so much you can do if the blog post is not good, right? But, but let's say, let's say the blog post is good, but the topic is wrong. You may see a ton of engagement on social media. You may see people like coming to it and you may even rank for keywords, but it doesn't serve your business. So you're not getting revenue. It's no longer a revenue generating activity because you covered the wrong topics to support your business goals. You covered the wrong topics to support where your business is at right now. So no content plan, which is part of the strategy, is a really fast way to waste a ton of time, hours and hours and hours on, on blogging. And keep in mind, that's the true for video as well. Like, think about it. When you do a video, like you got to do some editing probably. And depending on how long the video is going to be, you want to make sure you're covering the right topics. All right. So second way, second way, 
you could be covering all the right topics. Let's say you're covering it like you know your audience, you know exactly how everything ties together. This is perfect, right? But you don't have a promotion or distribution strategy, which you guessed it is something that's part of your, your marketing strategy. So you're creating all this great stuff. And yeah, eventually you'll probably rank, probably, but you're not promoting or distributing it. So it's not so much as you're going to get no ROI, but if you're going to spend on average four hours creating a blog post, right? Don't you want to get as much ROI out of it as possible, right? Like if, if you outsource it, don't you want as much ROI as possible for those resources spent? So just keep in mind, so it's not always about that you're getting no ROI, but are you getting as much ROI as possible? And ROI is measured in a lot of different ways and you will know how to measure it if you work through the strategy. What you need at this point before you start engaging with all of these different tactics is clarity. So another example, interactive video is becoming a thing. All right, I'm about to share a mistake with y'all. <laughs> I got super excited when I saw the interactive video. <laughs> I was so excited. And so I paid for it. I paid for it. Although their target audience is actually small local businesses, not my business, right? So they're thinking like electricians and stuff like that, right? Whatever. And I bought it. And I was like, this is cool. I have made one interactive video. I've made one. See, so when I'm telling you, hey, don't make this mistake, it's not because I'm coming at you from a holier than thou perspective. I'm telling you because even as a professional, it still gets me because I was like, this is so neat, so cool, right? It still gets me. Now, it's so much easier. I'm like, you know, the dentist, the dentist who has cavities, right? So if my clients are like, hey, like if one of my clients had come to me and been like, hey, interactive video, I saw it, we should do it, I would have been, okay, so... How does that fit into the marketing strategy that, you know, that we've put together based on your business goals and based on, you know, what drives you as a person? How does that fit in your marketing strategy? And they would have been like, uh, you know, maybe we should talk about it. We should talk about it. Schedule a call. Talk about it. See if it fits or not. And that would have stopped them right there. That would have stopped them. Right. But <laughs> I'm not super good. I mean, I'm better now, but I'm not super good at those blocks for myself. Like, hey, Ruthie, how does this fit in your marketing strategy? The only thing I can think of is, that's so cool. So I bought interactive video software. It didn't fit. It didn't fit. I made one because it doesn't really fit. And then also they said they were going to do like interactive quizzes, like video quizzes. And I'm still waiting on that feature. So that's pretty disappointing. So... That is really the big thing I want to talk to you about today. Just as you're going through, right, you're seeing Facebook ads for services. You're seeing Facebook ads for MarTech. That's marketing technology. You're seeing Facebook ads for all sorts of stuff. And what I want you to do is to kind of think, okay, what would Ruthie say if I was like, hey, I'm going to go buy, you know, a package with this social media marketing company, right? Is this social media marketing company going to create a social media strategy that ties to your business goals? If not, you need to have an additional pause, all right? So I just want you to think, what would Ruthie say if I told her I was doing this? And then decide, is this in the best interest of your business? All right, so just a reminder, be sure to check out the Defiant Business group on Facebook because you know we'll be doing Thoughtful Thursday, the live stream exclusive to the group. And we're gonna talk about the book, The War of Art which is one that I've recently read and I definitely want to share it with you. So make sure you check out the group. Thank you so much for joining me.
Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.